Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, is Zelina Vega set for a shock WWE return? Are WWE planning on bringing back live events anytime soon? Is Chris Jericho of AEW legitimately injured? And the real reason Santana missed AEW Dynamite this week. I'm Adam Wilborn. And I'm Andy Murray. And this is the news. Right, so obviously, obviously, we're going to kick this video off by talking about Zelina Vega. Sensational, this. Uh, The reports emerged last night courtesy of Fightful Select and Wrestling Inc. The Zelina Vega was at the WWE Performance Center recently filming stuff. What the hell is going on here? She only left the company six months ago. Um, But there's all kinds of details here. Fightful Select have noted since then uh, that Zelina was filming some kind of footage with Simone Johnson, who's The Rock's daughter, uh, of course. Um, Now, there's no word on whether or not that was linked into any plans they they might have or whether it was just supplemental, but it happened. Um, Fightful Select also reports that this deal to bring Zelina Vega back, which appears to be the working plan, uh, has been in the works for some time now. It actually ties in to a report from Marx that Dave Meltzer issued in the Wrestling Observer newsletter stating that Vega had signed a contract somewhere that wasn't AEW but would prevent her from working for other wrestling promotions, although it wasn't exactly clear whether or not it was a wrestling contract. So um, that doesn't necessarily mean that those two situations are linked, but you know, these things are all just part of a bigger picture here. So it's a very interesting situation given the nature of Zelina Vega's WWE departure. She left because she refused to adhere to the third party platform restrictions, of course. Breach of contract was the official reason given for her WWE release, but she was let go in November. Her non-compete clause expired in February. No sign of her anywhere in wrestling since then, but now that we know that she's been at the Performance Center and with this report that her return is part of the plan, seemingly, um, it's very interesting. I'm excited to see what she does if she is going back to WWE. She's very talented, uh, and it was a really sucky, horrible, nasty departure. Um, So it's good to see her back in pro wrestling, for sure, if that where this is leading. Uh, I'm also interested to know what this might mean for that third party streaming 
policy that WWE implemented because that was a sticking point and it was reported at the time uh, that Zelina Vega might actually have been earning more money from things like Twitch than she was on her WWE contract. So because that was such an issue before it'll be interesting to learn if details regarding that or if whatever was causing the problems has been ironed out and agreed to and everything else. Either way, it's just good to see a talented person back in pro wrestling, regardless of where she's going and where she's performing and everything else. And I hope this does materialize as a full-on return, because she we miss her on screen. She was great in her role uh, on WWE television, and she definitely deserves another shake of the stick. Absolutely a fascinating development, this. Like you say, I mean, she's so talented. It was exciting to speculate on where she was going to end up. A lot of people suggesting she may go with Andrade or she may pop up in AEW. But looks like she's returning to WWE. Yeah. Like you say, that whole third-party thing, which is a load of bollocks, WWE. Just, just let them do what they want. How does this affect you and why does it matter? You're making money hand over fist anyway. Um, interesting to find out more details about that, if we ever do, in fact. Uh, but yeah back in WWE, whether she's doing stuff with Simone Johnson, whether she's doing stuff with her other half. Hopefully now, Alistair Black won't be, you know, he's not been getting punishment booked. He's just not been getting booked, basically. He's been hiding in a cupboard reading a book, is the best <laughs> way I can describe it. And he Real bought some glasses. But yeah, um, I, I think she's one of the best managers around, and uh, obviously she's been talented in ring and getting better. So very, very interesting to see where it goes next. But yeah, I did not see this one coming. And speaking of things you may not see coming. WWE are apparently planning on holding ticketed live events. They're coming back, lads, in mid-July. This is according to Andrew Zarian of the Mat Men podcast, one of the best wrestling podcasts out there that isn't ours, of course. Uh, and he was talking about the fact that over a uh, short period of time, that being, I think, the 16th to the 19th of July, they are planning on doing ticketed live events. So that, in theory, should cover SmackDown on the 16th of July, the Extreme Rules pay-per-view on the Sunday of that weekend, and the Raw immediately afterwards. We've been speculating on this for a while, Andy. Obviously, restrictions are changing, not just in America, but all over the globe. Vaccinations are hopefully, hopefully making things a lot more safe. Stay safe, wear a mask, all the usual stuff here. Uh, but you sort of knew this was coming with AEW yeah. mentioning live events, eh? Yeah, so we like we don't know for sure um, that we're going to have SmackDown and Extreme Rules and Raw with with attended fans, or if these will just be like you know random shows somewhere in Texas or Florida, presumably <laughs> because that's where the restrictions uh, are are the most relaxed. But uh, yeah, it's WWE's roadmap back to normality. It seems now we should mention as well that the Mat Men podcast actually broke the NXT to Tuesday Night story as well. So they've got a recent track record on things like this. Um, it, it, it's what we talked about the other day. Like you say, uh, when one promotion started announcing dates, it was inevitable that the other one would. Uh, the floodgates open up. AEW's going to have a full house or wants to have a full house for Double or Nothing this month. Yeah. Uh, and then they're going back on the road in July. Uh, the world is returning to normal. Vaccines are rolling out. Things are getting safer and safer and safer. There's always going to be a little bit of anxiety, you know, when it comes to bringing these things back. And we've expressed that through our coverage of these situations, wondering about the health situation and everything else but you look at the recent UFC event which didn't appear to yeah. be a super spreader even though you know there was 15,000 people <laughs> packed inside um, things were opening up again man and those concerns are valid 100% yeah. they're at the front of my mind every time we hear a story like this um, but it does feel good at the same time uh, just to know that things are moving in the right direction once again 
yeah, as we always say, you know, I was watching uh, randomly Johnny Gargano, Adam Cole, two out of three falls from New York uh, last night. And the pop when Gargano wins, I was like, yep, straight in the main vein with that <laughs> one. I obviously would love fans back tomorrow. I'd love them back for WrestleMania backlash this weekend. But got to slowly do it. It's surreal. Yeah, I still careful. find it weird. Like, a mate of mine's going to the FA Cup final this weekend. It's slowly getting there. But that doesn't mean we should just drop everything, as Andy said. Just please stay safe because we're yeah. so close. Look after yourselves. Don't mess it up at the very last straight of the journey. Yeah. Uh, news here from AEW Dynamite this week. Chris Jericho, did you see that massive strap doo thing <laughs> he had on his arm? Uh, that's legit. Chris Jericho is actually hurt. Uh, a report here from friend of the channel, Brian Alvarez, on Wrestling Observer Live, talking about this, saying that when he took the ball from the top of the Blood and Guts cage, he was actually injured. Some kind of arm injury, potentially a fracture. Uh, the nature of it hasn't been fully disclosed, however. So yeah, Jericho was wearing that thing for good reason. There's no word on how much time, if any, he will be made to miss. Um, but the what, what was it they called it on Dynamite? a dislocated elbow that sounds yeah, horrible like that. Uh, that sounds horrible uh, yeah. so he, he's banged up he's hurt uh, now the interesting part of this is that he was challenged to a stadium stampede match uh, at double or nothing at the end of the month by MGF on this week's episode of Dynamite with the bubbly bath and everything else uh, that's the kind of match you could probably protect such an injury in because yeah. it's cinematic and everything else uh, but we'll bring you further updates on this situation as they come through for now however Chris Jericho got himself a sore arm there yeah get well soon mate uh, I was reading in on at whatculture.com uh, 10 things we learned from the talk is Jericho talking all about blood and guts and yeah makes sense that he didn't practice that bump because he could have put have injured himself before the match oh, God, even yeah. happened uh, but yeah like you say but awful news when anyone gets injured but if there ever was a good time to get injured it's probably now when he can sell the injury IRL as an injury from blood and guts and like you say, the next match he's got coming up, a nice bit of camera trickery. I mean, if they can do it with Sting, they can certainly do it with a hurty elbow Chris Jericho. Uh, and finally, uh, one final word on AEW Dynamite. Santana, of course, was missing from uh, everything Inner Circle related this week. MJF said it was because he stabbed him in the head with a fork and he was arrested <laughs> and he should have been. That's not right. Scoundrel. That, guys. <laughs> uh, but according to Dave Meltzer of Wrestling Observer Radio, it's actually a minor illness that Santana is suffering from normally he said that they would uh, they would probably just allow him to you know still be in and around AEW Dynamite maybe even still pop up uh, but due to the you know COVID restrictions and just you know worries about everything with the ongoing global pandemic uh, they just thought they'd play it safe and, and keep him off TV it, you know he wasn't essential to stand there whilst they spray champagne on everyone <laughs> uh, but no word on his sickness or when he'll return to, to, to television but the sounds of a minor illness would suggest he should be fine and in the next few weeks we'll see him back on TV Andy yeah hope he's doing well hope he's recovering well best to be safe in situations like this 100% um, you know even if it's not necessarily what's currently ravaging the planet uh, or was ravaging the planet we're getting better now yeah. um always be safe man when when health and everything else is concerned and uh, i love santana i love santana Ortiz, and i'm looking forward to seeing them back on tv kicking ass before long yes exactly right so move on to your twitter questions at what culture wwe of course we want to get in touch with this uh, first question today comes from danny navarro who says lads in a perfect world where you guys will be able to go to this event Oh, one day, uh, with the event being the Double or Nothing Fan Fest, of course, who would be the one person you would stand in line for first? 
Well, uh, I don't know about you guys, but I'm a man who really values a firm handshake. Uh, so I'm gonna try and seek out the person in that room who looks like they have the firmest handshake. I've got it down to three people. Okay. You can let me know in the comments section which of these three would give the firmest handshake in AEW. Eddie Kingston, I bet he's got a firm handshake. John Moxley uh, and The Butcher. Let me know in the comments oh, section yeah. below. Just, there's, you cannot underestimate the value of a good handshake, I feel. No, exactly, you cannot fail. Uh, all right, I'll go with my best friend MJF, my best friend Chris Jericho, and, uh, yeah. No, I'll go, I'll go Anthony Agogo, because I love what he's doing at the moment. I'd like yeah. to personally say, well done, mate, and... Uh, yeah, take a free shot. Come on, let's slug it out. Let's not. He literally snapped me like a sodding twig. Uh, yep. Second question today. I thought you'd like this one, Andy. Comes from Cole Kane, who says, Hey, guys, really dig the new CEO. Thanks, Cole Kane. Thank you. Uh, quick question. He's lit here today as well. Quick question. Uh, who do you see <laughs> potentially being revealed as Jade Cargill's manager? I feel Paul White could play that role. It could be a cool way to bring him into the mix. Or Mickey James. Interesting, interesting. Um, honestly, I have no idea where this thing is heading. Um, that said, of all the fits in AEW, I think the best fit for her as a manager would be if Jay Cargill joined Team Taz. Oh, oh, oh yes, please. Uh, I've actually got the answer for this. We've been talking about it myself and the Dudley boys for quite some time. I think Jay Cargill's manager is going to be revealed as Thea Trinidad. Not up to much at the moment and uh, definitely could see that being possible unless, I don't know, she decided to return to being Selena Baker and went back to WWE. <laughs> Plans booking now, isn't it? I know. Uh, right, final <laughs> question today comes from Biggest Joe, who says, Hi guys, I read one of your articles on wasted talent at WWE, and to be honest, the list is a lot wider than reported. Oh yes, Joe. Uh, yes. When Vince does step down, could you see a complete overhaul of the writing system to best utilise talent, or will they still waste away what they've got? I don't think there will be any wholesale changes to WWE and anything that company really does uh, when Vince McMahon steps away. I know I don't like pouring cold water in everyone's hopes and I know Triple H is kind of seen as the saviour figure in everything else when he potentially ascends to power. But my mind always goes to this. Who is the one person that Vince McMahon, uh, sorry, that Triple H has learned everything he knows about yeah. running a pro wrestling promotion from? It's his father-in-law. So I don't see any wide-scale wide changes. Uh, Nick Khan recently said it. WWE is not necessarily a wrestling promotion. WWE is a media company. It's a content company. Um, so I don't know if we'll ever go back to like seeing traditional pro wrestling kind of coming into play there. Um, not to be a big, you know, pissing on your parade kind of dude. <laughs> uh, but no, the answer is no. Yeah, I, I think it will improve, don't get me wrong, but I've got to agree with you, Andy, uh, despite the eternal optimism that flows through me via Simon Miller. I've had my fingers burnt on this so many times. I sit there and think, oh, when fans come back, Raw will get good again. Nah, I thought yeah. about that when, you know, the summer of punk, when it was, you were doing all the weird twists and turns. I was like, don't worry, they're going somewhere with this. They weren't. It was just ruining it, basically. And uh, yeah, when Vince does step down or whatever happens, uh, to allow someone else to take control of WWE. Like you say, I think this is now baked into the product. I think it will get better because it's not got to go through a bonkers 70-odd-year-old bloke, but it will still be... It'll take a long time if they are going to change it, and I don't know whether they will. It'll take a long, long time to change. It's not going to suddenly yeah. become NXT TakeOver every single Monday and Friday night, for example. <laughs> so We'll yeah. wait and see, though. Fingers crossed. Keep the faith, he says. 
trying to convince himself and the viewers. Uh, right, let's move on to today's and finally. And shout out to Jake on Twitter. Uh, we were talking the other day about uh, random music that we could, uh, you know, get the rights to and use for wrestling. Jake got in touch with us on Twitter to suggest our songs, Andy Murray. Did you see this? I did not see this. Jake said, if we're getting licensed entrance music, give Andy Down With The Sickness because Jake <laughs> stands for I did see this actually, yeah. What going? What, what's your best disturbed impression? Go and do that again for the for the audience, please. That was oh, sorry. It's really. What's your favorite disturbed song? Is it that one? I mean, I don't really know any other. I'm perfectly honest. Hi, Not I'm Andy Murray, and welcome to the every disturbed song ranked from best to worst. We're going to start with the worst one, Prayer, I guess. I Let's stop talking about. Let's wrap yeah. this. Crap show up, come on. <laughs> I used to interview boy bands before I did this as a job. It really wasn't oh, disturbed. Uh, and he also no. said, give Adam Wilborn the Channel 4 news theme from Anchorman because, well, this is the news. <laughs> Good work, Jake. Uh, let there us know in the comments who everyone else on what culture, what their music should be. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll pass that along to them. That's going to be fun. Uh, but let us know your thoughts on that and all today's news stories in the comment section down below. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. Got the SmackDown preview later. And of course, Wrestle Culture with a bloody good quiz. Uh, plus, you can let us know your thoughts and Twitter questions on Twitter at What Culture WWE. Watch there. Follow both of us. You can follow Andy Murray at. At Andy H. Murray. The H, of course, stands for. Ooh. That's so hard. <laughs> Gee, how does he do that professionally? Have you ever seen that clip of the bloke doing it at karaoke? It's I have amazing. not, no. <laughs> oh, oh, go and look at him on Brighton, you do. Follow me on Twitter at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at WhatCulture <laughs> WWE. But for now, my thanks, Danny Murray. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon. <laughs> oh, wow! Wow! <laughs> <laughs> Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.